You are now listening to The Beat Basement, Season 4, Episode 9. Like the lo-fi quality comes from like sampling from records a lot of the time. And it's like the fact that it's uh, like you hear all these like really high quality mixes. Presents The Beat Basement, where you hear from your live producers, all of them. And this is where it all goes down, where you hear the funky sounds. From the producers that's up and coming to Grammy Award winning, all of them. And I'm your host, Swish, and we going in, everything going in. Well, on this episode, we have a talented um, brother, man. He's um, Helen from New Jersey. And he got the dopest lo-fi beats, man. On this episode, we have Just Jared Beats. What's up, bro? What's going on, everybody? How we doing? All right. Hanging in there, man. How you been making it? (laughs) Been doing good. Like you said, staying quarantined. You know, just kicking it, making beats. Been working. Dope. Dope. So tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, as you said already a little bit, I'm from New Jersey, uh, not too far from the city. I've been making beats for not that long, actually, probably about a year, maybe a year and a half-ish, like, messing around, you know? And then started taking it a little more seriously, like, this past, like, six months, and, like, trying to, like, actually get into it. And uh, always been, like, an avid, like, listener of... uh, like hip hop and uh, rock and stuff, like especially back in the day, and then get more into like obviously soul music because I, I love sampling soul, like flipping soul music, it's fun. But uh, yeah, just been messing around for now, trying to uh, keep grinding it out, you know. That's what's up, man. Well, so your love for music just basically made you just say, you know what, this is what I want to do. Yeah, exactly. So when I was younger, actually, I started messing around with the drums. I had like a little, I had a kit and I, I like played basically like the snare for the school, uh, just like drum line type of stuff. And did that for like maybe two years. And uh, just like, this was when I was just getting into middle school-ish. So I had to be like 12 maybe. And uh, just like put it down after and like never got back to it. And uh, I'm kind of like I wish I'd stuck with it back then and just kept like grinding through it but you know that's how it goes when you're young you know yeah. and uh but put it down like like I said always listen to music I was always into like big fan of like Cuddy and Kanye especially like Cuddy when he dropped like Man on the Moon like that was like one of my favorite projects of all time so that's what's up yeah. that's what's up man um is that your name that you go by, just Jared Beats, or? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, my name's Jared, and, like, I was literally, like, trying to brainstorm names for a minute, and I was like, I literally can't think of anything. Like, my name's just Jared, and I was like, <laughs> no, like I'm, I'm going to just use that name. And, uh, like, I, I looked it up, and there was, like, a kind of a big, like, branded company, but I was like, yeah, it's like, whatever. You know, like, like I said, that's my name. I'm, I'm going to stick with it, so, uh See how it goes. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, man. just jar beats. What made yeah. you get into the side of music creating? Like, you know, 
So, like I said, listening to, uh, like, Cody and Kanye, like, especially Kanye with his, like, crazy production style and whatnot, and then, like, digging a little deeper and seeing, like, oh, who's, like, making these beats? Like, what are they sampling? And then, obviously, uh, starting to get into, like, lo-fi music. Like, I started, or not even, like, lo-fi, but, like, that type of style of uh, not as, like, mainstream or, like, high quality. Like, and you start getting into, like, Dilla, Madlib, and, like, all those guys, and, like, the uh, like the people from like low end theory, like mind time and flying Lotus and, uh, like, you know, all those people out in the West coast making just like those crazy, like really percussion driven groove beats. Like I feel like almost like house ish beats. Yeah. And, uh, so like I was listening to all that, that type of stuff too, just like in, in more like college, I would say I was listening to that type of stuff, just like a lot of instrumental type of music. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. I was like, oh, maybe maybe I can actually, like, make these type of beats. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really like listening to a lot of music, so it kind of makes sense to be, like, a sampler. And, like, coming across, obviously, like I said, Dilla. Dilla is definitely, like, one of the biggest inspirations. And, I mean, he's a big inspiration to, like, all hip-hop producers. But uh, just, like, listening to the Donuts tape and realizing that, like, you can put together something like that made me realize that there's – like true meaning behind just instrumental projects and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's dope, man. That's dope. Let let people know what lo-fi um, beat making, producing is, man. Yeah, so to me at least, lo-fi means like music that isn't of like good sound quality almost, and it's not like <laughs> the, the producer. Like it's like exactly what it sounds like. It sounds so, you know, just melodic and just so good. I don't know. I can't describe it, man. Yeah, so, so that's what I was about to say. I feel like the lo-fi quality comes from, like, sampling from records a lot of the time. And it's, like, the fact that it's, uh, like, you hear all these, like, really high-quality mixes. Can you but, oh, yeah, you get, get... All, everything? Can you sample all types of music and... And lo-fi? Yeah, I love I love sampling like a little bit of everything. Yeah, <laughs> I just I really only show like the soul stuff. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, like I, I'm actually planning on putting out like some some jazz sampled stuff. I've been like stashing away, like, but yeah, definitely I could I could show you some stuff actually after, but um, yeah, definitely like sampling and like kind of sounds weird, but like heavy metal stuff. I actually like sampling a lot. I like like those like really heavy guitar riffs, like. I, yeah, like those, those like kind of like punk stuff. Like I, I really like. I'm, I'm a big fan of like Nirvana and stuff. Like that's kind of what turned me on to like the rock music. Uh, again, like another big. I feel like a lot, a lot of like influence just comes from like looking up like big names and then like seeing who their influences were and like digging deeper and deeper and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it's always, it's always like fun to uh, sample to, to pull from a lot of like source material when you're sampling, you know, and. Yeah. Uh, I said I've just been posting all these like soul inspired things for right now, but I definitely would like to delve into like some other type of uh, samples eventually. Just kind of wait until I get get a little more comfortable and have a little more stashed away with them. Right. Yeah. Right. Definitely. What kind of um, software or equipment do you use? Do you like to use? So basically, I make most of my beats in machine, and then I'll bounce them from machine to uh, either like FL or Ableton, and, and work in there. 
Because I, I like to, so like originally I, I first started out in FL. I feel like so many people start out in FL. It's just like you like click in the stuff. It's so like nice and simple, you know. And uh, I did that for like a little bit. And then like when I started taking it more seriously, I was like, like FL wasn't really doing it for me, especially like, like I said, being a drummer and stuff. Like I, I really liked the feel of like hitting the pads and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. And um so getting the, the the machine was definitely a big a big upgrade. I, I felt like and a big like step in the right direction, and also, like because it was somewhat of an investment, it made me like, all right, I gotta like really do this like every day. You know what I mean? And uh, so I got I got that, and then used it for like quite a bit, and um, would would like bounce. Like I said, would make the beat in machine but like machine isn't great at arranging i don't know if you've ever gotten to use it before but um it's very like hard to structure stuff like the right way and like actually see everything like how it's going to be arranged so i like to bounce it out to fl so this way i can like actually see and like see the arrangement and add little things where i need to and do like better uh just like automation and stuff is also better than like fl but um Another thing was, especially being, like, a sampler, like, I like to use, like, how I said I use Ableton, too. Like, I like to use the different, like, pit, like pitch functions and, like, deep tuning and, like, the time stretching and stuff is, like, it, especially in Ableton, it's crazy. So, like, you, you can really, like, manipulate your samples and, like, try to make the sample do what you want it to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy how every producer has their you know, there's certain softwares that they go to, you know what I'm saying, that they can just, you know, walk through or manage through, man. No, 100%. Everybody has their thing, you know. It's a story about hip-hop that um, changed your life or that you experienced about music that you'll never, you know, forget. Um, A big, like, turning point where it was, like, more about, like, feeling the music than just, like, uh, listen, like, then just like listen, hearing hearing the music versus listening to the music, I guess is how I'd put it. Like when you're just hearing the music, like or when you're just listening, rather, like it's just kind of coming to your ears and like bouncing not off. Bad. You're not really paying attention. Yeah. When you're hearing the music, like you 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 hear what the people are saying and like it makes sense to you and you start like feeling something because you're you're hearing it. You're not just like being like a, a like a listener. You know what I mean? It sounds weird, but. Um, so I went to a concert, and uh, the group was Brock Hampton. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but um, it's more of like a, it's it, it's like a, I don't even know how many members they have. It's like a 15-member group, like, like it's like a big group, basically. Just a whole bunch of like dudes, and they're, and they're like a whole bunch of rappers, kind of like Odd Future almost, but uh, it started in 2017, and I went to go see them perform, and uh, it was about like a 500-person venue. And I was, like, super hyped to see him. It was, like, one of the first concerts, though, that I was going to by myself. Like, I wasn't really going with, like, a bunch of my friends because, like, no one knew them, so no one really wanted to see them. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, so, like, I wasn't, like, I feel like it was because I went by myself. Like, I wasn't, like, paying attention to my friends and stuff, like, going and having a drink or, like, whatever. I was just, like, hearing the music, like, hearing and, like, feeling the whole concert and, like, Ever since I went to that concert, I was just like, I need to go to like every everybody's concert. I need to see everybody. 
the whole and like I needed to start like listening to so much more music and just like I said like trying to hear the music and like going back and listening to stuff that I like used to listen to and being like oh like now I get it like I, I understand you know what I mean right and it was like this, this aha moment of seeing I feel like it was seeing the live performance yeah. and like I said like not having like real distractions like making that connection like in person right. was like really cool now it's the cook-up. It's time for the cook-up. you see something that is not right, not fair, not just, you have the moral obligation to do something about it. R.I.P. John Lewis. Yeah, man. If you see something that just, you know, rub you the wrong way and you know it's not right, you know it's not fair, you know it's not, you know it's not just, you have that obligation to do something, say something, speak up, man, for what is right. That's my word, y'all. Blessings on blessings on blessings. Peace.